Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Rob McIntyre and Trace Armstrong. We are here to discuss the Challenge USA Season 1, Episode 7. If you'd like to become a patron and get one bonus episode per week, you can go to patreon.com slash the Challenge Chronicles, sign up for $4 per month. If you're watching on YouTube, we'd love if you subscribed and liked the video. Episode 7. What did we think of this episode? General thoughts. I thought another great episode. I thought this one very much in contention for one of the better, best episodes of the season. Maybe one of the most creative missions they've ever had on the show. Like leaning into Mario Kart and Mario Party basically as part of this mission was fucking brilliant. And I thought this was this was a daily that I would pay money to go do. Like, please let me go do this. So I didn't think this episode was that great. And I thought this episode one is or this mission was one of the all time worst missions. I thought this mission was You're absolutely fucking terrible, dude. You're insane. Like, no one <laughs> no every 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 single person except for one pair lost because their car broke down. No one got eliminated except for one pair the way that the producers intended them to get eliminated. Everyone well, no, got eliminated said... because they crashed their own cars. No, 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 no. That's that's not entire that that it's true, but they said in the rules that your car breaks down, you're out, and if you run over the oil barrels, that will trigger the car to stop working. The only ones that were just complete idiots were Leo when he crashed into the dirt and got the car wedged. That was just him being st- he was the only one that to me was the just the dumb elimination. Everybody else was within the confines. If you notice, they ran over the oil barrel and they even said in the rules like that will stop your car. So like, I don't have a problem with that. I don't know. If I, said that. I didn't really feel either way about the mission, to be honest. I thought it was efficient in the sense that at least like, you know, hey, everybody's going at once. They're not taking turns. That's as we do that. That's to me, at least is sort of like a pass fail metric for a mission. Um, and it emphasized communication, which is really interesting to watch. I do understand what Devin said, though. I mean, somebody could have basically just sat parked for a while, and they would have ended up in the, the top entire time. Of cars. The entire time, pretty yeah. much. That's all you had to do. And on top of that, it was impossible to tell how well anyone was doing. I don't know if they just it's... chose to not film this in a way that would communicate to the audience how each pair was doing, but because they just isolated in on each pair as they went through the mission you really didn't have any frame of reference for how well their performance was doing compared to the other t- cast members. Yeah, they didn't make the cars very distinctive. I got a little colored stripe on it, but it was pretty hard to keep up with who was what color and stuff. I mean, they could have just had like a graphic on the side or something, right? Where it just says, oh, Dom, you know, Dom and Kayla or whatever, how many balloons they have left like they do in Mario Kart. Like, it feels like that could have been done pretty easily. I mean, they could do that for a lot of missions and a lot of finals, and they choose not to. They don't like to do that, though. They don't want to pay the graphics guy. I don't get why, honestly. It makes no sense to me why they don't do that. It's, because all you have to do it, is even even if you've decided, even if they deem that there's some sort of risk with the information that they have on the graphic diverging from what they're trying to tell from a storyline perspective, just wait until you have the ed- episode completely edited and then have that person go in and put the graphic on top of it so there's no type of confusion. I, I don't know. I think they they could definitely because how hard is the it overall product? I, feel if like they I do could that. do that. It's not difficult at all. Yeah, like that's that's a very 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 low grade. I feel so, weird because usually I'm not positive, Paul. I I literally had no problem with anything in the mission. It's so weird that I'm the one guy that's like, 
uh, usually it's Rob that's like, I didn't think it was that bad. And instead you two are like, yeah, oh, I, I still don't think it bullshit. was bad. Like I thought it was good. I mean, it just, I, I just, I, I definitely understand what Devin's saying where it just functionally, like to just everybody's cars break down. That's not the best thing. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I think it would have been much better. They just need to spread out the air arena and not have that really be a factor and just have them keep going until they eventually hit something. Maybe He's, my bar is just so low for the show at this point, whether it's all stars or the main show or USA or champs versus pros or your mom versus a hundred. Like maybe my bar is just so low at this point that like this stuff just doesn't phase me anymore. Because, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think this is definitely falls under the category of missions that this is much more enjoyable to participate in as an actual cast member than it is for someone from a viewing perspective to consume. Well, I, I, mean, I think you might be kind of under on island with this, to be honest. Like most of the commentary really? I saw on the mission was pretty positive. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like this one even stopped. Pat Mayo I, thought I, this I couldn't... was a great eliminate. Even Pat Mayo, when we were texting said this was a good daily challenge. So my, my two fundamental issues just to summarize it is I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Right. It was pretty much just whatever they told you. You couldn't tell how well anyone was doing. And two, everyone's car just broke down except for one person. How was that competitive? You could have literally, Rob, like you said, I didn't think about it until now, until you said it. You're right. You could have literally just sat and parked. And you would have been, you would have, you probably would have won because how many balloons left did Dom and Kayla have at the end? Three. They, they had a couple. I don't think you would have won. I think so you, you were still would have, the top you half, still but... may have had more than all the other people. All you had to do was like park your car so your balloons were facing the edge of the arena. And no one yeah. would just reverse a little there. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just reverse a little bit, yeah. No, I look. I I certainly understand that it was flawed. Like I I very much agree with that. I just like yeah. I, I didn't think it was bad. I, I from a viewing perspective. Yeah. All right. I, and like I, also like Devin, we can always say these things. We're like, oh, they could just sit in the park. Oh, they could do X. Or they could just do Y. They also don't tell us ninety five percent of the rules. Like they could tell them you're not allowed to do that, so, and then yeah. we don't get shown that. Still, that that really doesn't change the fact. Even if they tell you you can't do that, that doesn't change the fact that everyone would probably still be eliminated just because their cars broke down. I don't think that's what you want to see. Do. They broke down because the part of it is, is it was part demolition derby. And if your car breaks down, it's because you either hit too many things or ran over something like that is just bad communication between the person giving directions and the person driving. Like I have no problem with that aspect of the mission whatsoever. I just don't think it's enjoyable that people keep losing because it's their own fault. Right, I, I don't know. Well, I, what I do you mean? I, I, I completely <laughs> I agree mean, with that. Like, what? You, you, yeah, you lose because it's your own fault. You're an idiot. Like, you shouldn't lose because you just like, keep crashing the car. Because it, it's pretty much just who can drive around blindfolded. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. That's not enjoyable to watch. Well, I mean, like, I must be weird. That, then. Though, I enjoyed like, it. How do you how do you feel about like the Inferno Two mission where they have to like look at the thing and match it up correctly? You like that or no? Which one? You know what I'm talking about? That takes no. The, the, more. the camera themed mission. The what theme mission? Like not ever, like I, I, the camera theme mission from Inferno 2, where they have the room that they have to recreate after like Dan walks into it. Dan uh, walks I into like the room, he sees what everything is. A, well, I yeah. mean, like, you want, but like, that's not like, oh, like, you're testing some super athletic competitive skill set. You want to test a variety of things. Who's in Who's in that? Are you talking, the Inferno 2 elimination? I'm just talking about how, like, not every mission can be like some American Ninja Warrior spinoff. Like, you yeah, have I know, and I'm fine with skills. that. But I'm blind, who that. can ride around blindfolded? Yeah, that's a fun, like, all right, cool. Let's throw this gimmicky mission out there. I don't know. I didn't like it. Let, let, let's move on. Let's talk about Dom's decision. 
he we decides to cross him off. You were right, by the way. We should. Uh, not dude, I, I don't think we can win. cross anybody off. I think I he might I win. We can cross anybody off. I, I'm with Devin that he might win, but I also don't think. Like on this guy said, it's a bunch of jabronis at this point. It's like Tyson, Danny, and everybody else is like somebody we thought was a screw job heading into this. Three weeks ago at like midnight Pacific time, I texted you and I said, or both of you, and I said, I think Dom can win because of how much they were sprinkling him into all the different conversations when they didn't need, when he didn't need to be there. He was getting confessionals in weeks where he really wasn't involved with the storyline and getting visibility. Now he wins and they want to make him look like some strategic mastermind. What did we think of Dom's decision to put in Kylan and who was Kylan? Oh, Kylan and Kira. Yeah. Compared to his other options, I thought this was a bad move, and I think it just happened to work out for Dom. That's that's my opinion. I, it's really difficult for me because I I can very much see both sides. Where if there's been this whole winners thing that we've talked about, where all the winners are protected to them at this point, this is the first time I think that we've actually had somebody go against one of somebody who's won so far. At a certain point, the numbers will work out. You have to do that. But Dom was the first one to make that push. Uh, or Dom, we should say Dom and Kayla, because I mean she was there too. She was clearly a motivating factor behind this decision. So. I mean, if he had played nice with Kyland and Tyson, like, I, I mean, I, I, there seems to be a, a lane for him to just, would that would have been there for him to just ride with them. And then he basically gets to make the final. But at that point, and, he makes a final again. And against on Tyson, Kyland, and all these other really good players. And also, like, I mean, he, he still could be picked off at some point. And on top of that, if he doesn't throw in Kyland, right? He, he has some type of relationship with Kyland. There's some potential alliance there. Who knows how strong that would be. Plus, if he threw in one of the males that wanted to get thrown into elimination, he would also have a potential alliance with whoever he decided to do that favor for, right? So he, he's gaining two stronger members of an alliance. He, ha- he has two stronger agreements. This worked out absolute best case scenario for him where Kylan goes home. If Kylan comes back, he's going to have it out for Dom. All of the winners will have it out for Dom, and they still do now. And... He would have the relationship of whoever he did the favor for to put them into elimination. I don't really, I don't really get. Who the are the people that wanted to go in? From what we've heard, it was Ben and Danny, and Ben, Danny, Sarah, and potentially more. Okay. Yeah, I think that Dominic. It worked out in his favor perfectly. Let me say that, like getting rid of Kyland helps him tremendously in terms of if he makes the final winning because Kyland has been really good compared to everyone else at this point, I, aside I even from think, Tyson and Ben of the world. Yeah. I, I even think one quick thing to break in, Trace, and you can continue, is I think it makes a lot of sense just to help him make the final, just because that's a good competitor gone. We keep bad competitors around. That's less of a chance of him losing. Yeah. Correct. And that's, that's where I was going, is it worked out in his favor, but I don't... I felt like it was a bad decision because he was going in against Leo. Yeah. You that know, was the like other thing. that was what was fucking crazy about it. When you've got yeah. Leo sitting there, but now Leo's won what two, three eliminations. What we really thought at the beginning of this season, and and I even told you guys, I didn't think Leo had a shot in hell in this game. If you'd have told me he's going to be three elimination wins at this point, I would have said you were crazy. But yeah, yet here yeah. he is with three wins, and Alyssa is thankfully still in the game. Um. I, I'm shocked that Kylan didn't win this just because Leo being so much smaller was able to, they somehow were able to hoist those medicine balls up and win this thing. Like I, I was How heavy were those things? 25, 25 pounds. pounds. 
That was the, like it should have been that hard, right? That was the well, other. Well, no, when you think about, think about like, all right, so I use medicine balls a lot in CrossFit, and thank God I'm about to start going back. So I will be less fat here in about six months. Um, <laughs> 25 pound medicine balls are not that heavy until you start to get fatigued. So when you do like wall balls and you're pushing the ball up and it's going eight, 10 feet in the air and you're catching it, squatting, going up and down, as you get fatigued, that thing feels like it's 100 pounds. And when you've got a chain wrapped around it and they're not even on a solid base, like these women were standing on top of two other dudes who are shaking and doing all that stuff. Like that was not easy, like really not okay. easy. I think that I think what you just brought up, Trace, is the other aspect of this that does not make this a good decision that Dom got to the elimination, saw what the elimination was and decided to put Kylan and Kira in against Leo and Alyssa in a mission where it really did come down to height. We saw that Kylan well, and Kira... Height Kylan, and strength. Height, height and strength. I, right? I don't think so. I think it's whoever stumbled into the right trivia question. Like and I, and I, so hold on, hold on. To put up the balls first. Right? So they, they put up all the balls first. I think if you gave them... If there were... If you took their true talent at trivia, I would probably say that Kylan and Kira are probably the better pair than the other two. And they're... I would say that they're better at, I don't know. I don't, I don't know necessarily think that that is the pivotal part to this. That's what the pivotal part to this specific elimination was. But I do think a large part of it is your height and your ability to reach up there and pull the balls up. And it seemed like Kylan and Kira were able to do that much more quickly than Leo and Alyssa. I think both teams should have had the same questions. I think that to make this a true, like to, to make this a more fair, fair. and I know, and, 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 yeah. and I know that like fair is completely out the window when we're talking about the challenge. That that's like yes. a complete foreign concept. Yeah. I think like what's the harm in having the same questions for them? Like what's the issue with the, that? The other I, team I, could I, just I'm hear with you. the other I, I think, answer. That's the only. Well, thing that, that's hear. the issue, but you also can just be quiet about it. You don't have to. Or you can try it. and like, throw I, them off, right? There's or some you can try to throw them off. There's there's plenty of strategy there, and like because like they are told like you have to read the question out loud. But reading the question out loud doesn't really matter like they're both going to see mm -hmm. the same questions eventually yeah. you just you have could to say the answer four. is like seven say the answer is seven and then go grab the four ball that's, yeah. a, that's way more interesting i feel like mm -hmm. I, i'm with you that they should have done that i who, who knows what, and, why they don't i think they're probably concerned about them yelling answers across the line but it's but, also like people they, do that anyways in like missions all the time like that's, yeah. that's, that's, that happens every other uh, episode when they were talking about how many husbands Madonna's had, and they said six or seven, I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, well, seven this husbands? was my this was my biggest beef with this trivia. Okay, every question, while how many albums does Adele has, is obscure. Don't get me wrong, but how many husbands has Madonna had? What the fuck kind of trivia question is that on the challenge? Do any of these people even know who Madonna is? Like, Madonna hasn't well, been relevant Asian over a decade. If you ask people my age, what's Madonna's profession? You're getting, like... Oh, you're getting an answer records. all over the board, because Madonna yeah. was last... You're going to get, like, Secretary relevant. of State as one of your most common answers. Relevancy is a real question here, because, like, the last Madonna song and album I remember is music, and that album came out in the year 2000 or 2001. What in yeah, so the fuck the, has Madonna it, it done was, it was in 20 bizarre. years? I'm, you might as well ask them like how many how many wives Perry Como had or something. Like you just go go that far back if you're gonna do that. Was that the most difficult question? Yes, easily. Um, 
I mean, a lot of these things were just like, oh, he's older. I don't know. The I Adele, forget a lot of them, to be honest. The Adele albums, I thought was pretty... I have no fucking clue. What was the right answer to that? Four. Four? There's only four, really? Yeah, wow. she doesn't come out with albums very often. Like that, I mean, I think the one thing that did help is I was looking at the numbers on the medicine balls. There were not too many single-digit choices. There was a lot of double-digit choices. And I think really that was one, like the reason Leo and Alyssa got it is just through the process of elimination. There was only like three single digit answers and they already had one they knew was correct. So it was a 50, 50 chance on getting it and they didn't get it the first time. So they swapped it and it was the right answer. So they just process of elimination. Guess, guess how old Madonna is. Oh, she's in her sixties. She's like 64. Rob Winter. Okay. okay, she's older than what, I thought. 64? Yeah. Okay, I mean, nice. Madonna was, like, huge in, like, 86 or 87 with the song Like a Virgin. Like, she <laughs> was... On, dog. Like, dude. That's so long ago. I was three, three when that song came out, okay? Like, yeah. we're talking 35-plus years when she was culturally relevant. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying, like, <laughs> somebody in their 50s designed these questions, because, like... <laughs> Adele, I understand. Adele is still in the pop culture lexicon. Madonna has not been relevant in over 20 years. What the fuck are you doing? They're trying to really expand their demographics, I guess. I don't know. What are those are? So, how do you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. How do you. I don't know. How do you feel about trivia being a deciding factor for an elimination? That's a skill that they've decided to. They've done that before. I I know, but I'm I'm saying, how do you feel about that? Like, do do you think that they. Are you I'm okay with that? Do you not like that? It's kind of a critical skill. It's kind of a critical skill on the show at this point. Yeah, I'm fine with it as long as it's combined with some kind of a physicality, and that's what they did here. And when they've done it in the past, it was if you remember the one with uh, Smashly, where they had to and, do the trivia D, on right? the seasons of the challenge. They had to do a physical piece of it too. Yeah. As long as trivia is not the sole piece of the elimination, I'm fine. If you're going to do it, you've got to add some kind of a physicality piece to it to make it fair. Because somebody could be really smart and just blow through it in 20 seconds. You have to add an X factor to even the score. And I think they did that here. So I'm fine. So I'm going to have to jump out of here in a little bit. So I didn't want to talk before we go. With this men's side now, it's, it's basically just a bunch of jabronis and Tyson, right? Like, I mean, Colin was pretty clearly the second best male. So he's gone. I mean, we've got Danny, who we think is who we think should be solid, but he hasn't really done anything yet. And everybody Nothing. else, it's like Ben, Dom, Enzo, David, Leo. Like, you know what? You know what? Danny's done on this crew. season. Talk about Kiki. That's what he's done. And he's not gotten last, which is somewhat of an accomplishment. That's an that, accomplishment. That's it. Like, if I'm them, I'm honestly, I'm trying to vote in Tyson every time. Like, just yeah. get him out of here. And then if we get him out of here, like, it, it, it's, you know, the, the Brady Bunch or the Bad News Bears of guys. I mean, if they get rid of Tyson. You could tell me Enzo won, and I wouldn't be surprised at this point. I mean, you could tell me that now, honestly. I don't know that so you could tell me that the, now. As long as Tyson's in the final, it would be very hard to pick against Tyson. That was something that I was going to bring up earlier. Do you think there's an awareness amongst the cast members how much of a joke the finals are? Do you think they're aware of this, or do you think that no. they think this Good is going to be some type of competitive competition? Because I think it's probably the latter. I think they think it's. Gonna I think be it's going to be mixed both ways. Like some will definitely you know some of some of them will watch recent seasons of the show and be like, okay, this, these things are not that competitive, and <laughs> then first. other people might not. Yeah, and other people will just know what their agent told them about how this is the biggest 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 physical competition show ever, and you know yada yada. And they're like, oh, I'm going to run a marathon. So I, I think it goes both ways. 
But I definitely think, I mean, again, I think in either direction, just so he's not continuously winning missions and he, you have, like, it's more of an even playing field in that regard. I think we should be trying to vote him in pretty much every time. As, yeah, a guy, I mean, as the guys, obviously, the women are very different. The way these finals are now, if I could lose 30 pounds, which I'm about to start doing, like, I could win one of these finals because I would know just to set cruise control for 90% of it and then do max effort on the last leg. I mean, that's how you win now. That's how it works. Dude, I think, so if we did power rankings right now for the men, let, let's talk through this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would we would we all be in agreement that Tyson is number one? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just asking. If you else. think anything else, you're an who idiot. Would, just for the record, <laughs> who would you who would you have a second? Because I think I have a pretty good idea of who I would have second. With Kyle gone, you have to do Danny. I think it just kind of does. And then you David would be third. Who? David. David would probably be third. Yeah, he's David still Alexander? around. By the way. He's still around. Who else is it, bro? Who <laughs> what? Is it? Dude, I think I have Dom <laughs> okay, who second. Do you have? I think I have Dom second. You'd have Dom second? Yeah, dude. I, I think I'd have David ahead of him. I think there's just physical limitations with Dom that don't have, the other people don't have. David hasn't been on the show. There's, so what? There's so many people that are like not on the show anymore that still you, have more screen time Are you speaking from an him. editor? Carly yeah, won a season and who, she was oh, barely okay, okay. featured Overall, in her season. Well, I'm, I mean, there's a difference there, Devin. I think there's some. If we just show up to a mission, who do I think has a good chance of winning? Is a lot different. No, than... we're not talking about that. We're talking about like who we think is going to win. Oh, oh, who that's we think is going to win? I guess I have. Oh, that's I guess a different I'd have question. Won, but I still don't even know. I'm not even still that. You know, he's just so far ahead of everybody else that there's a certain point you wonder to, to what degree that comes back to bite him. I mean, after him, I guess I could I could see what you're going with down. You know what I think is going to wind up happening is is TJ's been very cagey with his language he's like this is going to qualify you to run my final there could be 20 there i mean who let's say if we're assuming there's 11 episodes which is what we've heard and 11 is going to be the final it would not shock me if there's only eight slots in the final but there's 11 people or something like that that qualify and they do a purge and something janky happens and tyson doesn't make the final like I could totally. How, how would there be eleven like people left? I think we'll get to where it's eight. Well, no, there might be twelve five. people, but let's say of those twelve people, only eleven of them have five k. So you have to have five k to run the final, and so they do a purge to say, okay, we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a uh, a purge right now, and only eight slots. So you've got to be one of the top four people, and if you don't become one of the top four people, even though you're qualified to run the final, you don't actually get to run the final. Like, right. I could see something really janky-ass happening there. Two things that I definitely wanted to touch on. One, let's let's cross someone off. Who, who are two people, one man and one woman, that we definitely think will... We don't I, think I really don't think win. we can. At this point, Devin, I think, I everyone think has we've more reached than a 10% point. chance of winning. I really do. I don't think yeah. there's anyone... Because, like, these finals suck. For the on the sky, so we have one who's one guy who's good. Everybody else is a complete hypothetical, and leaves more towards bad. To be honest, we've already uh, crossed I, off the people that should be like Cachet should be crossed off. She's not. We're, I, really, we're, I, like, I really don't even. I, think dude, I really the final's gonna be. We're dude, out I'm of really, people we can cross off. I don't think David can. I, I, dude, I think David has a pretty low chance. I just don't think that they would do that. They've hidden people in the edit it's before. Not like this. Not to this extent. This it would be completely unprecedented. I mean, so well, for one, the, again, this show is unprecedented. We don't know who's editing it. No, we it's not. We've said that, dude. Like, there's no way. You've said that. You're the one who says that. I think it is completely there, unprecedented. We don't know what the production department of this the show is. 
what their motivations are. Like that, that's completely so unknown. So there's what. that. I mean, we've seen like, and there has been people who have been hit pretty hidden in the edit before. Jordan and Dirty Thirty was very hidden in the edit at the beginning of the season. Cara Maria and Vendetta said multiple points throughout the season where she was barely involved. I know it's this is a completely different we're, situation. We're seventy five. We're, we're like eighty eighty percent of the way through the season. I just I think that there's I think he still has a chance. I just do. I think from a competitive standpoint, from just the fact again, we don't know how they're going to be editing the show. We just don't. Like I think there's a chance. Okay, let's talk about this. What do we think the twist is going to be next week? I have a guess. I'd love to hear from the two of you, individuals. I yep. think they're freezing the pairs. I think. It's, oh, I don't think they're freezing the pairs. I, I thought about that, but I. That would be such a radical change, dude. Like, I, I thought it would be so out there. Well, they did I it on All-Stars, too. They went from an individual game to freezing pairs when they'd been switching pairs around the whole season up to that point. Yeah, it's just uh, – I, I don't think that will happen. I, if I, I would – okay. I think it's I, one I think or the other. They're either freezing the pairs or this thing's going all individual. It's one of the two. They're going to go all War of the Worlds 1 on it. It's one of those two options. I think it's going individual. Yeah. Which honestly at this point is the right decision because people like Danny now actually need to perform because they're getting, I mean, Danny is literally, he might be doing some political stuff, but it doesn't appear that way. All Danny does is talk about Kiki on the show and maybe that's the edit they're giving him, but he's giving it to him. But there are some people that have just done jack shit on the show and they're either going to have to win or get involved now if they go individual. Okay, guys, I do have to jump off. I'm just going to jump on mute and turn off. All right, mute and turn off your camera. We'll we'll catch you later, Rob. All right, what else do we want to talk about? Um, What did we think of Sarah wanting to go in to get her 5K, knowing that she had Tyson as her partner? Do we really think she would do that, or was that just supposing as part of the show? I think based off of the edit, what they gave to us, there was a conversation that took place between her and Dom where she asked to go in. Mm-hmm. Do I think that's a good idea? I think it's way too soon to do that. I agree. I think you just wait around and see what happens. You could stumble into one of these. I mean, Dom and, uh, Dom and Kayla won this week, right? You know, you mm-hmm. no one would have guessed that they would have been people that have won a mission. And I think that kind of is another reason... For, for me, why I didn't really care for this mission, you know, like, like who, who the fuck knows who would have won this? You know, it was completely random and you yeah. could get another one of these as you go throughout the season. So I, I, I don't think that's a good idea for, for any of these. I think it's a point. It's a terrible idea. It's also why Wes's decision on, you know, total madness, even though I loved it because it gave us the bananas West elimination and bringing that whole story of a decade to a full circle loop. It just was like all these people were just so desperate to go in to get skulls and they were worried about not getting one. And the reality was, is as long as the season's going, like everybody was going to get a chance to get a skull, period. They weren't going to volunteer to go in at the last second if you already had a skull. Like it's the same thing here. Like you're going to stumble into one. Yeah, and I think that's a li- even like a little bit more of a different situation because in Total Madness, the only way you can make it to the final is if you won an elimination. Here, yeah. winning an elimination doesn't even do that for you unless you go in against someone that has money. But there's Which... also the also the opportunity to make the final if you win a mission. And I think yes. with this many chances left and with the numbers dwindling as much as they are, 
your chances are only getting better to, to be able to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Especially because as we get towards the end of the season, can't you see people that have already won missions potentially not giving their best effort in a mission if there's someone who isn't qualified yet, but someone that you think you could beat in a final, right? So if Tyson, or who would be a good example? I mean, um, Tyson already said that in this episode. He's like, I, you know, I've qualified. It's time to back off here a little bit, you know, like, you know, let these people fight it out. Like, it seemed like Tyson was taking that approach this episode. And that's why I think he would get frustrated if Sarah wanted to get thrown in because he was her partner to get her money. Because can't you see if it's the one of the last episodes before the end of the, before the final and Enzo still hasn't qualified for the final? Can't you see Tyson wanting Enzo to win a mission so he can be part of the final and then potentially get someone out of the house who's a stronger player? That would yes. definitely be a deal that you could see someone like that making. Oh, I would see Tyson making that deal every day of the week. Yeah. So I, I just think that there's going to be way too many chances for people to still get in. I don't think it, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't get why there's such an urgency especially with this much time left. I think Um, a lot of it is just the psychology of being in the challenge house. You're bored. You can't watch TV. You can't read books. All you do is sit around and talk politics, eat and play cards and work out. So I think it'll, I think it causes people psychologically to big brain it instead of just taking a step back. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people hate on like the Kenny's and the Johnny bananas of the world but they're the ones that actually sit back and realize what's really going on on these shows. And they're the ones that are able to keep calm and wait, make wise decisions. When you try to big brain stuff, you wind up working yourself out of the game. When in reality, if you are able to just take that step back, see what's going on, you wouldn't make some of the decisions. Some of these people wouldn't make the decisions they do on the challenge. Yeah. Patience is key. I would honestly say that that's one of the more, valuable traits that you can have in the show and a lot of the time that's why rookies on the main show uh the ones that do well do as well as they do right because they're patient Mm -hmm. they know not to try and push the envelope and the ones that make big waves are often the ones that go out within the first few episodes yeah like it's one of those things we've talked about this before it's like why don't these rookies band together like on sla and create an alliance and work all the veterans out well it's because if you're a rookie and you start making too much noise, you're immediately thrown on the chopping block by, you know, the rest of the house. Like every, the smart people, like you just said, you're better off being quiet, laying low, and you make your big move either when your back's against the wall, like Steve Mankey, which he bought himself a couple weeks out of that, or you make your big move when it's impactful towards the end of the game. Like, you know, you can go back to Rivals 1, Leroy and Mike, stayed completely off the radar the entire season and then they won i mean granted they you know the the mission they won ct got screwed but they won the mission that counted and they were in the final so like there are ways for you to strategically get to the end as a rookie and it's usually by being patient and waiting to make your move at the right time so speaking of chopping blocks at the beginning of the episode we saw Tyson, Angela, and Kylan talk about how they needed to really emphasize with some of the other members of the house that if they're the ones to throw in 
a winner to elimination, they will then be public enemy number one. Do you think that we will see that next week with Kayla and Dom? Do you think that they will be in some type of jeopardy now that they've broken the seal? They're the first people to throw in a winner. Does this matter for them? I don't think it matters for them because Tyson didn't want Dom there in the first place. And Kayla is, she's doing really well. Like it's actually surprising to me how well Kayla is navigating this game. It, I think they're in the same position regardless of this move or not. You know what I mean? Like they just feel yeah. like they're at the top of no one's priority list. So they had a no lose situation here by making the decision they did. The only no lose, the only losing part of it, we've kind of already discussed. It's like, you saw the elimination, you saw who they're going against. Logic would dictate that you wouldn't make that move. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't have done that. It worked either. out. I mean, it worked out for them, but they got really damn lucky. That's the deal. They got yeah. really lucky. It was bad process, good outcome. I, I think that's what it comes down yeah. to. <laughs> Sometimes it's, you just stumble into it. <laughs> yeah, I and I mean, there's a certain probability that Leo and Alyssa beat Kylan and Kira in that. I don't think it's greater than fifty percent by any means, but it just didn't seem like once you go down there and you see what the elimination is. And you see who their competition would be. It just doesn't seem like the most wise decision. Let's talk mm-hmm. about Leo. I was about to bring this up. <laughs> him wanting to go home. So, oh my gosh. His girlfriend made me want to punch her through the screen. Like, I've never felt... Um. Like she, I get that like whatever was going on, like maybe Leo did a poor job setting up leaving for this show to run their sh- bars or you, whatever they're doing. Would you be shocked if that happened? No, because Leo seems more interested in cats than the show. So dude, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, hold on. Can you fill a bus for me? I got to answer a work text. Yeah. I mean, his infatuation with cats is perplexing at this point. I don't, I don't know if we've ever seen a storyline quite like this on the show. His girlfriend said that he had to come home because there were problems that he could only solve something about credit card machines. I don't know. And, and the only he the would credit card machines this. went down. And so they did not make how is this, 40 grand. How is this something? a problem that only Leo can solve? You, you know, the, I, this, this seems like something that you can just get in there and figure out. It's, if you don't panic and freak out, yes, this is something you can figure out. Trust me. I don't run a, uh, I run a, a team of developers that deal with millions of dollars a year. And when shit goes wrong and you don't know what you're doing, you just sit down and figure it out or you call somebody else you trust to help you figure it out. Like you don't just sit around and bitch, you need to come home. <laughs> I don't get what changed for him to not want to go home because it seems like he is now motivated to stick around the rest of the season. They didn't say explicitly, Oh, this happened. I'm going to stay. Did something at home change? Did the credit card machine start working again? We have no idea. They almost kind of left it up to, they kind of almost left it up to the speech that Alyssa gave Leo as the catalyst to make him not want to go anywhere. But I don't know. Well, I mean, realistically, I think what happened was, is Leo was leaving and she said, hey, you can't just leave. This affects me. And then cooler heads prevailed and 
I would assume Leo went to production and said, look, I am going to have to go home unless I can make these phone calls. And I don't want to go home. And I think this is where part of, um, you know, they were talking about in the, the preseason stuff that a lot of the cast did not like how production handled a lot of things. I wonder if this could be part of it where he's like, look, I, I'm out thousands of dollars from my business that could literally bankrupt my business. You've got to let me make some phone calls besides my girlfriend who's telling me what's going on. And so probably after he chilled out, got over that conversation, he probably was able to call somebody at home to sort it out. And that's why he was chill the rest of the episode. Because my thing is, is if he didn't settle this and he was, you know, still running around, I think he would have been more frantic with everything had he not solved that situation back home before everything happened the rest of the episode. There's no way he just, well, I guess I'm out 40 grand. Oh, well. From experience, let me tell you, that's not very pleasant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I do want to shout out somebody. So if you're uh, listening Hilarious. to this or I know watching this on say. YouTube, uh, one of our Discord members, KDB, had the line of the, the, the maybe the year in our Discord. It, I audibly laughed out loud multiple times when I saw this comment. <coughs> About to laugh now. Sorry, I'm spitting all over the place. Um, when Leo won the elimination, Katie B from our Discord said, Sorry, Leo, your hot bitchy girlfriend is going to have to figure out the credit card machines. Dude, she it's was just, like really aggressive about it. I mean, no offense. I only saw 20 seconds of Leo's girlfriend and I wanted him to dump her. And I don't even like Leo. Like, I'm she might be a pleasant person. But the way she wasn't even making eye contact with him when she was talking to him, the tone in her voice was just this entitled, bitchy attitude. And I hate to, like, prejudge someone because I don't know her, but, like, everything I saw on TV made me want to hate her. So, I mean, she's definitely going to be on one of the next seasons, right? If they have a Challenge USA X's season or a Challenge USA rival season or something like yeah she the, her attitude evoked everything that they would want in reality tv especially like on a big brother or challenge situation we talked about the men's side before let's talk about the women's side now that kira is gone and we have seemingly three episodes left before the final how do you rank the remaining females what what, what is your prediction for the outcome of this season do you still have, or who do you have at the top of your list? All right. Angela's number one and Kayla is the strong number two. And then the rest of them are just, I mean, I don't think Sarah is, could she, st- I think you have to put Sarah three, but I don't think she's going to win. Like the way that things yeah. are falling for her, she just looks like someone with a huge name and reputation, which she has, but like, what has she done to prove that she, I mean, I know we say anybody can fall into a win in these finals that anything can happen, but like there's no part of me that feels strongly. She's going to win anymore. And preseason, I was all about Sarah's going to win this, but watching her over the course of the season, you have to put her three by default just because I can't see any of these other women. I mean, Alyssa, maybe you could slot in at three, but 
I don't know. I don't know. Anyone can win these. Anyone. Yeah. Except I think Anissa. on the men's side, it, except Anissa. That's so true. That would take broken limbs and a lot of things for Anissa to win one of these at this point. Maybe 10 years ago, we could have, she could have stumbled into a team season win, but she's not going to win the way they do the show now. Um, I just, I, on the men's side, if Tyson doesn't make the final, even Leo could win this thing. And that's crazy, but that, that could happen. But if Tyson's in the final, I just can't see him losing because he's good at puzzles. He's easily the best physical competitor. So if Tyson's in the final, he's winning hands down. If he's not in the final, Dom could win. Leo could win. And I mean, any of them could win. I'm looking through my notes, seeing if there's anything else that we can talk about. Something that, I feel like I've heard other people mention, and I think this episode, it really resonates with me, is there really isn't any house stuff that they show us. We don't get any of that at all. We pretty much get gameplay strategy, mission, elimination. And that's all we get. And people working out in the background. That's about it. We don't know any of the type of relations that are happening, any any lighthearted moments. Like, none of that has been shown. And I think mm-hmm. that's definitely an interested, interesting choice. And I think if they did sprinkle those in, obviously from our perspective, it would make it a, a better product. But I think that's definitely a dynamic that's uh, been shortcoming to this point. But I mean, they've done the same thing on Spies, Lies, and Allies and Double Agents and Total Madness. They've shown very little lightheartedness on those three seasons. It's a problem. It's one of the things we've complained about. I mean, they're just editing the show this way now. Other than the opening night cocktail party, All Stars is really the only show that they still show the cast having parties and having fun anymore. Okay. Anything that we want to talk about before we get out of here? Are you good? I don't think so. I mean, I'm still enjoying the season. I enjoyed last... I mean, last week's episode was probably the weakest, but it wasn't terrible. This one I liked more than I think you and Rob did. Um... But I also, I think the only other thing we should mention is Tyson talked about there were a lot of things they didn't show from this episode. And he's like, I can't blame anybody that would hate this episode because he's like, apparently Ben and Sarah were having a lot of disagreements during this whole thing. And that alliance might be blowing up between the two of them. Shocking. Um, Yeah, I mean, imagine that. Uh, Ben having disagreements with people. Um, So like, Apparently there was other conflict that they just elected not to show. And he's like, they probably should have shown it, but it probably would have given away what was going to happen. So I thought it was pretty, pretty interesting and funny how after Sarah and Tyson do not win the mission for this episode on the day where Dom and Kayla decide who will go into elimination, Tyson just follows Sarah around the entire time. So she doesn't have the opportunity to speak with Dom, but seemingly she did. Because they showed it in yeah. a flashback. Yeah, that that's the Boston Rob move that got him voted out of Winners at War. If everybody stays at camp, nobody can talk and nothing will change. <laughs> I did enjoy how they edited the decision for Kayla and Dom this episode much more than the flashbacks that they've been doing, right? Because mm-hmm. th- at this point in time, we have all the information. We know what's going into their thought process. 
and then they make the decision. And I feel like it's, it gives us kind of a, I don't know, a, a, a better reaction than mm-hmm. they don't give us any of that content. They make the decision and then they show us all the reasons why it's, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's a little bit cleaner. Yeah. I, I honestly thought going into the elimination that it was going to be Tyson and Sarah. Like they really did a good job setting up different possibilities because on paper, if you're going to take a big shot to me, Tyson and Sarah, even though they probably win this elimination, that's the bigger shot to take. And Tyson already wants you out of the game. Sarah is indifferent. So like you have nothing to lose with that one. Whereas with Kyland and um, was it Kira he was with? Yeah. Yeah. That one was a little more puzzling to me because as far as I knew, I mean, Kylan did throw Dom in earlier, but they didn't seem to be like at war with each other. Whereas Tyson was very clear that he wanted nothing to do with Dom. I mean, she had pretty much Kira being, she had pretty much nothing going on this entire season. Her only storyline was her narrative with Cashel. And now that I think about it, Cache has pretty much not had a lot going on since Cinco left. The only episode where she did have a lot going on is when her and Tyson won a mission and she had to be under the spotlight, but she wasn't very present at all on this episode. No. And that's why I've said like, you know, crossing her off is the right move, but like any, we should uncross. We're officially uncrossing Dominic. He's not crossed off anymore. I think he could win. I might have him as a favorite over Tyson. I, I, I don't know. I shouldn't say that Tyson's still the favorite for me, but I think Dom is like right behind him. I think until Tyson gets eliminated, it would be irresponsible to put anybody but Tyson as number one because he's clearly the dominant person in the entire house. And so if he gets eliminated and you said you put Dominic one, I can't argue with it based on his edit. I mean, they made him look stupid in that one elimination. But aside from that, like they're giving him a lot of screen time compared to, I mean, if you were to really add it up, if you for the men that are left on the show, Tyson's number one, and then if you're going by screen time, Dominic and Leo are two and three. Ben doesn't get much screen time. Danny only gets screen time when he's talking about Kiki. Enzo has been pretty invisible except for last week. And who else is left? Kylan's gone. David. David, he's invisible. So, like, if you were to give me your top three rankings of Tyson, Dom, and Leo, I can't argue with it because Dom and Leo have gotten extremely more screen time than the rest of the men left. Behind Tyson, Dominic does have the most confessionals. confessionals. Mm-hmm. Overall, throughout the season, Tyson has the most, then Alyssa, um, then Sarah, then Dominic and Justine. I wasn't aware that Justine had that much content. I wasn't either. But see, that's the thing, too. That's why I even think that if we were to power rank this right now on the female side, I would go Angela, Kayla, and then Alyssa over Sarah. Because even though Sarah's gotten a lot of screen time, they're putting a lot of focus on Alyssa, and she's not terribly involved in a lot of the political conversation, but they keep finding ways to put her on screen. I would just be so shocked if David Alexander won. There are seven people that have been eliminated from the game that have more confessionals than David Alexander. 
I would be shocked, but not surprised, just because if you even go back to Fresh Meat 2, Carly did not get much at all, and she was one of the winners, and they focused it more on Landon than they did her. Yeah, So you usually want to feel satisfied. Instead, it felt like Landon drug her up, which he did. Landon pushed her to a win. All right, let's get out of here. I think that's all we have to talk about for episode seven. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk to you again next week.